0: I'm Nick Filardi. I'm Jason Thielbar. Welcome to the world's second finest podcast. You want to hit the to read pile? The revised to read pile? Yes. So, if you're listening to this right now, you are in our first to read pile that is separate from the regular pod. We're going to do this every other week where we talk about whatever comic books we're reading, whatever books we're reading, whatever movies, TV, whatever. This is uh, the to read pile. Jason, what have you been reading?
1: Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of cheating because I've already read this book so many times, um, but I do plan on reading it again probably as soon as we're done recording I'll probably start it again but it's uh, the first uh, arc of uh, Doom Patrol that Grant Morrison uh, wrote Crawling from the Wreckage we
0: we were talking about maybe doing a Doom Patrol episode and I just I I got busy and kind of fell behind we got like I keep being like we got to do a Doom Patrol episode we got to do a Starman episode we got to do a Parker episode episode. yeah 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 yeah, I know too many good comics man
1: yeah, no, I know, I know, but like, but Doom Patrol is such a like. I I think this is uh, like Doom Patrol is like why I immediately uh really liked Umbrella Academy because uh, yeah, Gerald was was so open about it. Like, I think they were like even open about it, like just blatantly. But like, oh, you could just right. like see it right. And it's, it's just like, oh, he the so Grant Morrison DNA is yeah. in. For sure. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. and and crawling from the wreckage, too, it like it's one of those things where like, I think if you, it's so kind of, uh, it's so hilariously influential that I mm-hmm. think sometimes if you would like hand this to someone who is like really into sort of like the weirder comics like today like they would like mm-hmm. maybe go through it and like maybe be a bit shocked, but like, Oh, I've seen this kind of thing before It's like, yeah, because, <laughs> because there wasn't. This is, yeah. This is the progenitor. Anything. Yeah. Before, before this. And it was, it was a weird, not very popular book before Grant Morrison got there. And, it, I, and they were always, they were always a, a decidedly weird book. Cause like doom patrol was like the cast off, like, you know, freak show, like superheroes of, you know, like the loser superheroes essentially, you know, and, and like this book just like, it just starts like the entire craziness that becomes like the arc and, and also what Grant Morrison has been interested in, which is what is reality and identity. And yeah, it's, it's just beautiful. And like, you just, you also just get these wonderful, wonderful, uh, um, uh brian boland uh uh some not original uh but be- because brian boland started doing i think the uh yeah was doing uh covers covers right yeah well when it, when it started uh I, I, when it started being a vertigo book um i'm, I'm pretty sure brian boland was doing covers uh but but you get you get some of that but just
0: i i, I don't know i i can't i can't really For say anyone- enough of like How for anyone um, who doesn't know Doom Patrol? Like, how would you I know you describe them as loser superheroes? Tell me about the team. Like, who's who is the Doom Patrol? Well, Doom Patrol, I can't
1: remember all of their names, but Doom Patrol is uh there's uh 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 God, I'm so bad at this. Why am I so bad at remembering uh superhero names?
0: I mean, we can we can cut this part if you want. It's a it's a podcast. I can edit.
1: Yeah, because I'm like, wait, not not Machine Man. That's X fifty <laughs> <No, you can, laughs> one. You, you
0: can you
1: can you can leave this in. You can leave this in because you don't have to have like you don't have to remember every single little thing. But yeah, it's all all of these people who have some sort of either superpower or. Um, you know, you're a former race car driver and your brain is trapped in a metal body that can never die. So you're kind of dealing with that.
0: Uh, (laughs) That'd be a big thing to deal with.
1: (laughs) Yeah. You know, you you just start... um, They just sort of start getting messed with and, like, they don't know why. It's like there's something wrong and, like, they don't know why. And there also, like, might not be a point to it, you know, to them being... (laughs) <laughs> which like
0: <laughs> is is a lot of life and chaos of life as well yeah
1: yeah yeah and and oh god this is one of the things i will forever love the most about grant morrison and i've seen them say it too i think i've even brought it up how they had talked about how after their initial run on new x-men uh their thought mm-hmm. was that if they were going to continue writing it their thought was like because the first X-Men movie just came out, you know, and the first Spider-Man movie and all that. And their thought was like, well, okay, okay. VFX technology is kind of caught up. So you can do some of the stuff that we're doing comic books. Now I want to write a story that's just so crazy. I'll be like, all right, Hollywood, try this shit, you know? And Mm -hmm. they said they had some weird thing planned with like the Shi'ar Empire and all that crazy space opera nonsense. And I'm like, oh, but just flipping through this, like, I'll always love their also their commitment of just like keeping things weird. Like all the characters yeah. in the book are weird. All the villains are weird as hell. All the henchmen yeah. are dressed up weird as hell. Like, and like that really kind of like, not just, Oh, that's kind of kooky and weird, but that's sort of like, um, have you ever watched, uh, any, uh, Dario Argento movies, uh, Italian no, horror movies? Uh, you ever see eyes wide shut? Yeah, you know how like like the masquerade part, like just that unsettling kind of weirdness, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So many of the characters have, and just costuming and stuff, just this beautiful unsettling kind of weirdness to it. That
0: that that patrol is very unsettling. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, but yeah, it's it's a favorite, and I thought I would, I thought I would bring this
0: as a, you know, as kind of kicking off the new. Uh, yeah man that's a good that's a good that's a good book to to have on the to read pile I tried to read some of it but the issue that I was having was that um, so I tried to jump in at Grant uh, Grant Morrison's run and it was so similar to the HBO show like because he was going through origins and stuff that like it was hard for me to read the comp because the comics are so wordy and uh because it's a lot of conversations it's you think about a superhero book and you think about a lot of like punching explosions and big set pieces but like doom patrol isn't really like that and it was tough to like be along for the ride when i had just seen the doom patrol series on hbo and i was like i was like kind of already know what they're about and so much of this Doom Patrol series is based is the the you know what they were basing the show on. So yeah. it's like kind of tough to read uh, as like a, a person who is coming fresh into into the book. Um, yeah. But I do want to read it eventually. And I know that there's going to be like once I start actually having the patience to to mine these books, there's going to be more in there than was ever in the show.
1: Yeah. And I always want to give credit to whoever. um uh cuz it was like there might have been one other book but uh there was uh Sandman and Doom Patrol as uh Grant Morrison began writing it were still regular DC books yeah uh, when they when they first came out like vertigo wasn't a thing for like the first i think year or so uh of yeah. those books and then like they started being like okay yeah we should probably allow a bit more okay yeah we should we should let you guys be a bit more weirder and we don't know if we want it under the DC, but you know what? No, no comics code. Don't exactly do whatever you want, but you can show boobs and say a swear every once in a while, but also get really, really weird with it. Yeah,
0: we're going to put for adults on the cover. It's going to be vertigo. Yeah. 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 And,
1: and, and I think that sometimes, uh, doom patrol in the larger conversation kind of gets lost as like the, I mean, Sandman is, I love Sandman so much. And sure. is, of course, as you know, it's uh, lauded as much as it should be, you know, it's not like forgotten. I don't think Doom Patrol is forgotten, but like, I just always kind of, I'm, I'm always the one in my head. I'm going like, hey, hey, over here, if you, if, if, if you like Sandman, the stuff gets <laughs> really even weirder over here, over here in Doom <laughs> Patrol. It's, it's oh, yeah. really strange, guys. You, you, you know, yeah, so yeah, 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 I just freaking Doom Patrol, man. Doom Patrol volume one uh, crawling from the wreckage also is just a, a, a great place to start. Yeah, y- you know, sure. if, 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 if you haven't picked up or if you've never read the uh, the older run and maybe you, maybe you just read the young animal stuff, which is also really good.
0: Yeah, young yeah, animal stuff is fantastic,
1: you know, but yeah. What do you got, what I... you got for me?
0: So I went into the shop uh, a little while ago. And I noticed that they had an expanded Silver Sprocket section, which is a a publisher, a small press publisher. Um, I was chatting with the person who runs the shop. She was saying that Silver Sprocket had a minor flood. And so a lot of uh, comic book shops were over ordering from Silver Sprocket to like help, help them out. I remember that. I remember that. So she had a, a bunch of stuff uh, for Silver Sprocket. So I picked up uh, a couple of books. I'm bringing uh, one is Hellphone by uh, Benji Nate. Uh,
1: oh this yeah, book is
0: is about uh, two uh, like twenty ish year old girls who find an old flip phone that is like. Basically coercing them into solving like a a like ritual, like murder that's happening. But they're just like 20 year old girls and they're like, they hate the phone, but they can't get rid of it. Like keeps it's like, you know, they break it in half. It keeps coming back. They you know, they they the phone tells them to meet to go to an address and they're like, well, I'm going to go to the address and I'm going to bring my friend because it's like this shit's weird. And and they get to the address and there's a body there and they're like, well, we got to call the cops. Cops show up. They can't find the body. And then they like go back in there and it's like the body's still there for them. So it's this weird kind of like supernatural mystery. But then it's like also just 20 something girls like hanging out and being kind of over the whole thing, you know, I, love they're not like fully participate. They are fully participating in the, in the murder mystery, but they're also just like distinctly themselves. There's this, there's this part where one of them goes into the other apartment and it's a mess. And they're like, she's like, how can you live like this? And she's like, um, it's called depression. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like, It's just pitch perfect, really clear vision of the artist. Uh, Benji Nate uh, did it.
1: Yeah, very good. Benji Nate is wonderful. Uh, I I love her art so much. I still want to get, I haven't actually bought any of her books yet, but I have read, uh, like, I follow her on social media. I have read, like, her, she has a book called Girl Juice. And, like, her characters within that are fucking hilarious. Yeah, You're right. Her, her characterization is so great and it's yeah. so funny. I'm such a sucker. I'm also just such a sucker for people who like Kate Beaton has this too, but like people who just their jokes are so good. Like the timing, yeah. the setup, the like, yeah. Yeah. they're just so, so good. And I just, it drags me in every time. And I'm like, I love this. I'm like, yes, please. Thank you. And the,
0: yeah, the- I hadn't mm. I hadn't uh, heard of Benji Nate before, but uh, this is Hellphone is also a volume one, so it's not a complete story. I'm hoping to get some more Hellphone down the line. Uh, I yeah. will probably buy some more Benji Nate until then, uh, yeah. and, and check out more stuff that she's doing. Kind of, kind of gave me a little. There's a running theme in the couple of books that I'm bringing, and it's called. Nick Falardi has a panic attack. Uh, <laughs> because, like, I was like, oh, this is, this is, Hellphone's really great. I'm going to look up Benji Nate. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm, like, 20 years older than her. <laughs> and, and I was like, she's so good. And I was like, yeah. shit, man, I got to start making my own comics. Um, so the other panic attack I had was, <laughs> uh, I read a book called Fart School by uh, Mel Stringer. This is another silver sprocket book. And oh, it what? is about attending art school in like the mid two thousands and having it not really be what you want it to be. Mm. And do, she, do you know attend-
1: anything about that personally?
0: I, I know a few things about that, Jason. <laughs> That's why it was giving me crippling anxiety <laughs> while I was reading it. <laughs> <laughs> I, there's so much in here that like I immediately related to immediately, like just totally bought into the world and, and how it was made. And uh, it made me wish that I was more like Mel because she looked at the art school. She went to our art school in um, Australia in like 2004, 2005. So that was like right as I was leaving art school Um and she did a lot better job of recognizing the bullshit for what it is, like given the school that she was in in Australia was uh, expensive, but underfunded, like half falling apart kind of thing. Like, yeah, you know, and, and like it was shut down after she left. So oh, wow. Well, well, they had like changed campuses. They got a new building. They like oh, okay. updated, renovated, whatever, whatever. So, yeah. so it's like kind of like a shithole, but it's also kind of not. And it's it's brought up a lot of feelings of like, you know, she's surrounded by her family, and then she goes to art school, and then everybody leaves, and she's like alone for the first time. In in probably her like a long period of your life. You know, when you're, when you're a kid, you're alone in your room working on homework or whatever, but you're not really alone. Like your family is still there. And then it's like, you get to, you get to college in another town or whatever. And it's like, you're, you're alone. And sometimes it's really liberating. And sometimes it's terrifying. And it's like, I, I felt the equal mix of both from my own experience. And then, Not only that, but like she goes into like a lot of the bullshit. Like there's a there's a part where like the fine arts like crew, the clique of like three or four fine arts people wearing all black, like stroll through the illustrator area and they're just like, "Ugh, everything's so boring. And they're just like shitheads about it. And I'm like, fuck, yeah, these people are awful. (laughs) You know, like we're all just trying to make art. And there's also this just willingness to like, you know, this idea that like the thing that you're making while you're at art school is the most important thing and it's going to like change things. or it's going to be revolutionary and it never is. But it's always like something you like pour yourself into and in like a, in like a naive way that only a 20 year old can kind of thing. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And it did, it did a great job of communicating all of that. It's called fart school. It's very good. It'll give you a panic attack if you went to art school. (laughs) (laughs) I also read one other thing started chipping away at a 36-issue uh, compendium that just came out, uh, Sandman Mystery Theater. Oh. Uh, yeah, uh, oh, Matt Wagner, Guy Davis, mostly, and then uh, a lot of other fill-in artists and fill-in writers here and there. Um, I read the first arc of it called uh, The Tarantula, I believe. I, I like it. It's a slow, slow burn. Like it is. And I Guy Davis draws the hell out of it, but it's a lot of just like chit chatting and talking. It's lives up to the title, which is mystery theater. It, it feels like that. Like you're, you're on kind of like this mystery journey and much like a mystery, you don't get a lot of action until like right at the end. So yeah, yeah, you kind of have to, if you're into that stuff, Sam Mystery Theater is uh, a book from the DC archives. That's pretty great. And uh, the compendium just came out. It's all 36 issues. Um, I'm looking forward to reading more of it. It's it's also is a book that I've always been curious about because it's like it was out in the 90s and I remember it being good and people were talking about it. But I think that I was like too young for it at the time. So I'm really looking forward to diving in a little bit more. Um, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. It, it's set pre-World War II, post-World yeah. War I. Yeah, Wesley um,
1: um, Clark. Wait, what's his name? Uh,
0: oh, gosh. The, I don't remember, Jason. The, um, you, you're forgetting names. I'm forgetting names. Wesley Dodds. Dodds. Thank you.
1: Damn it. Wesley Dodds. He's, All right
0: the son of a late investor, Edward Dodds. Um, He's just like, seems like he's part of the New York city elite, but he has uh, come back from the war and he sees wrongs everywhere. Like rich people getting away with shit, you know, whatever. And so he, he, uh, and he fought in the trenches in world war one. So he's like, dons the gas mask and he's got like a little gas canister gun and he's just like solving mysteries. It's very like, Street level hero, Batman, Daredevil kind of stuff. Not yeah, quite as yeah. brand, but yeah. Uh, yeah, has definitely has a vibe to it. Guy in a trench coat wearing a gas mask. Very yeah. fun. Re- Re- Real quick, I just
1: wanted to get this in at the end. Uh, this this is just just because it just really affected me a lot, and I think uh, I have a sort of a sort of to read. It's a blog post or like essay. It's yeah. called that. That's all there is uh, by this guy John Phipps. Uh, if you if you look up "That's All There Is" and John Phipps, like into the Google machine, it should bring you to uh, his Substack. Where he I can I his. can drop
0: a link in the show notes too.
1: Okay, but uh, he uh, essentially just sort of starts off with um, if anyone saw a few weeks ago, it's it's subtitled on AI guys art and the quote unquote rest of the painting so like he uses it as like a jumping off point of um a few weeks ago some ar ai douchebag guy was like have you ever wondered what the rest of the mona lisa looks like oh yeah so so fucking dumb and and uh and it leads him down a very interesting path because he's explains why he loves paintings so much and like kind of how he sure. fell into it and like how people experience art and everything and how these ai bros Seem to want to be experiencing art as like like just like a commodity, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh it just really, I don't know. It just really, really affected me as as a way. Like he mostly talks about paintings because, like, you know, it's what the AI douchebags were going after. But like uh, to me, it just it just speaks to like just like what like just art in general and like how it makes you feel and like what it yeah. is and and yeah. kind of how. I get sort of cagey sometimes whenever anyone is like, oh, well, but don't you wonder like what they were like after, you know, it's like, no, because it's like, I I haven't watched the show. I kind of plan on it, but the show's succession just ended. And, and, and like, apparently a bunch of journalists were asking, asking like the actors of like, oh, what do you think your character's doing now? And they're just like, nothing, the story's over. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like there's, it's, no,
0: there's no further continuing saga. It's like it's a piece of art. It has a beginning, middle and an end. It's you it, experienced it. It's done now.
1: Yeah, that's that's all there is. And like the final line in the post was in, 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 in the uh, yeah, in the blog post was, yeah, that's all there is. But look at it you know it's like <laughs> right, yeah 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 it's like yeah sure there's not there's not more to the Mona Lisa but just look at the freaking Mona Lisa man like yeah, it's enough yeah.
0: yeah I I uh I'm reminded of um there was a a comic strip I, I wish I could remember who drew it but it was an artist sitting at a desk drawing and then holds up the drawing to a guy and he's like he's like I made some content and the guy goes neat And then he crumples it up and he throws it over his shoulder, and there's just a pile of content, basically. And it's like, you have to wrestle yourself away from that mentality and appreciate things. Like, especially art is like made to be appreciated and then continued to be appreciated. Like, it's not about, it's not about, like, what do you think is going to happen next? Where is the. What, what did you ever wonder about the rest of the Mona Lisa? It's not about that. It's about you growing and changing as you're viewing the Mona Lisa. That does not change, but your life experiences influence how you perceive them.
1: Yeah. You know? and, 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 I'll and that's a beautiful it, thing. It is. And, you know, and I'll, and I'll leave it with this. So my, my mom, uh, since retiring, has wanted to make sure that, like, you know, she's filling her life with activities and stuff. And one of the things she had done, uh, the church that she goes to and the, the one that I used to go to when I was a kid, a Lutheran church, always had a bell choir.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: my mom grew up playing the piano and she was like, I, I think a bell choir would be fun. That'd be a fun activity the thing to do, you mm-hmm. know. And uh, for the first time since the, the beginning of the pandemic, they had this like sort of season ending um, sort of concert thing at the church. It was on a Friday. Sure. It wasn't any like service thing. Um, and there, there were like little kids there as a bell, you know, little kid bell choir. There's like a, mm-hmm. another, uh, slightly older, uh, middle schooler and like high schooler bell choir. And then like the adults, you know, and it was all mm-hmm. this like theme and stuff. There are these great little interstitials of, um, uh, uh, videos that they made where they like dressed up in wigs and made like a an fake antiques roadshow and all this thing. <laughs> so some of the uh some of the performances weren't like the, the best and like they were all really nervous, sure. you know? Yeah. But like I just thought it was it's just so beautiful that like, yeah, it's just humans making noise. Like we're just making they're just right. making right. They're, they're like, here's a group of humans that were like, hey, we worked hard on this thing and we wanna do it and we wanna do this thing we worked hard in front of you. <laughs> and a yeah. bunch of other people going like, yeah, that sounds fun. Like let's yeah, like let's sure. go and and there doesn't there doesn't need to be like an expanded like oh well what if you uh, uh what if the bell could sound like this or so? it's like no it sounds like a bell it sounds like yeah. you know appreciate it
0: for what it is
1: yeah yeah appreciate the that that you're alive and that you know it and that you're making noise with other people because you don't know what else to do because life is Hell weird. Yeah you know Hell yeah.
0: like oh yeah. yeah
1: yeah shit uh, love art jason nick where can people get in touch with you people can get in touch with me on the Twitter machine at king of black acid, also at the world's second finest. That's world's second with the number two. I just want to slightly apologize for sort of like, uh, using the Batman animated, uh, series theme song. And, and <laughs> yeah. but, but you know what? Like you closed it out. Other, well, I had other ideas, but that one worked better. I thought I was like, you you know, yeah, final You're issue on your of song fir- streak, and yeah, and final issue of the first arc. I'm like, I can't like, I can't do like time after time or something. You know, I'm like, <laughs> I think I'll just do
0: it a nice. yeah. You know, oh, man, you've you've got nothing to apologize for. I have uh two two read piles that I have not edited for YouTube yet, and I don't know. They might they might be lost to time. I might work on the things that we're recording currently. And then those will be lost to time. I don't know. We'll see. But yeah. Yeah. you can find me at uh, Nick Phil on most platforms. Uh, you can find me uh linktree.com slash Nick Phil. Uh, we're talking comics in the Discord. The link for that is up there. Uh, we just recently were talking about distillery and more uh, publishers coming out of the woodwork a little bit. Lately, it seems like we're in a, a glut of publishers, but it's the same like 10 writers at every publishing house <laughs> and it's like, yeah, you know, I don't fault it. You know, get, get your money. Yeah. You know, I'm not, I'm not casting any shade on it, but yeah. I am just like, it, are people clamoring for this? I don't know. I, we were talking about that. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, we chat about comics, uh, come join us over there and the link, the link will be in the, dis- in the description, in the show notes. So, uh, yeah, feel free to click around. Yeah. So uh thanks, thanks for, listening, for listening everybody. Yeah.